The basic necessity for food is to sustain life. Therefore, there are so many reasons why food is processed from its raw state to a processed state instead. The principal reason for processing food is to make it microbiologically safe to eat. For example, let's put it in this way. Raw beef is not as microbiologically safe to eat as cooked beef. The same as raw milk is not as microbiologically safe to drink as pasteurized or sterilized milk. Therefore, to reduce the number of foodborne diseases that are spread to human beings on the basis of food, food has to be processed to be commercially sterile for people to eat. Processing foods can also transform unpalatable or unacceptable raw materials into attractive and desirable products. For example, raw rice or uncooked rice is not as desirable or attractive or palatable or anything compared to cooked rice. Therefore, processing is a detrimental necessity when it comes to human life. I am your host, Melissa Kufajne, and this is the first episode where we will be discussing different assets, facets of the food processing industry. This is just an introduction and it's just a hint of what is going to be availed in the other episodes to come. This is your daily dose of the big scoop. Stay tuned. Right. Now, food processing can be defined as the alteration of food uh, from its raw state to make it microbiologically safe, to make it more attractive, and to make it more palatable. Usually, the processing of food is usually done to increase the bioavailability of the nutrients in the food. And if you really look at it, uh, we are all food processors at a very small scale in our own homes because as we cook every day, uh, we are processing our food. Be it raw chicken that we're cooking, it's being processed. If it's rice that we're cooking, uh, we're processing it in one way or the other. However, at an industrial scale, these principles are still used and However, there are process controls that, are, that need to be managed to ensure the food is still palatable and is still attractive, even to the consumer. The various process systems that are used in the food industry at large include canning, freezing, tinning, smoking, pasteurizing, sterilizing, refrigeration, frying, baking, brewing, fermentation, drying, and so, so many other processes that we all know from a day-to-day -day basis. However, they're just applied at a large scale in the industry. In the processing of foods, it is usually assumed that the food product has to resemble the appearance and taste of the raw materials that has been that it has been derived from, as in the case of garden peas, whether they are tinned or frozen, they still resemble peas that are raw, even if they are processed. 
However, for foods such as smoked sausages or canned baked beans, the processed foods really resemble the raw materials that they have been derived from. And in some cases, they are even more popular. Over the centuries, producers and consumers have become geographically separated through increased urbanization. Supermarkets have flourished, which can now handle foods with a minimum of specialized equipment. Tinned and bottled products have a long storage life and require little specialized storage. Dairy products with a short shelf life, such as pasteurized milk, now require little more than refrigeration. Now, one major aspect of the food processing industry is to ensure that the food is safe to eat. Therefore, food safety and control has the highest priority in the food industry to ensure that the foods processed are safe to consume. And in recent years, there's been such publicity concerning major issues and many consumers are determined to know what is in their food. What are they eating? And this is mostly because there are so many genetically modified crops, nitrates and water, dioxins and livestock, listeria and blue cheese, E. coli in cooked meats, melanin in infants' milk, to name a few. And a major cause of illness in human beings is due to foods contaminated due to poor processing conditions, sanitation, working practices and packaging. Now, this is where we food engineers and food technologists come in. Wait, did I just say food engineers? <laughs> you heard me right. Food engineer is an actual word. It's an actual job that we all need to date. Over the past couple of decades, the role of the engineer in the food industry has gained considerable prominence. The food industry is extremely complex, it's diverse, and it's evolving. Like I have said, there are so many facets of the food industry. There's the dairy industry. Inside the dairy industry, there's so many other branches inside it. There's the meat industry, cereals, beverages, beer production, carbonation. So many industries that are just packed in one. And with the consumer market becoming ever more sophisticated and demanding, there's a continual need for process innovation. The consumer always expects excitement and novelty, value for money, and a product that is safe to eat and a temp in a temper-proof packaging. However, for the food process engineer, the challenge is to process is to use a process plant that is an associated equipment which is sufficiently flexible to respond to any changes in demand. A good example of a change in demand is how we in Zimbabwe have a staple diet of maize meal. Now, one of the biggest uh, millers in Zimbabwe national foods always processed white roller meal because for the past decades that has been uh, considered a premium quality product by the consumers. However, with the increase of health awareness within the Zimbabwean community, most consumers would rather have high-fiber and low-GI roller meals. There was a clear change in demand from the consumers. And as a food process engineer, this can be easily changed since the processing equipment 
is very flexible to respond to such a change. And as we saw, the company quickly adapted in producing different varieties of the roller meal whilst using the same equipment but responding to changes in the demand. It's a very complex um, system if you really think about it. And to even complicate it further, there's the need to maintain product quality in terms of texture, color, appearance, rheology, functionality, aeration, droplet size, particulate integrity, particularly when the raw materials used are subject to be possible day-to-day -day and seasonal variations. It is essential that the food products are safe to eat, free from contamination, produced in a safe environment that conforms to food safety standards and other legal requirements. Finally, the process engineer must ensure that the process operation is energy efficient and has minimal environmental impact. That's a lot for one person if you ask me. <laughs> but um, we're not through yet. The food process engineer is not only required to have a high regard for all the technical aspects associated with the processing of the particular food in that um, industry and the requirements of the consumers have to be fully appreciated. Consumers are increasingly demanding foods which are nutritious and healthy, you know, for fortified organic foods and minimally processed foods, ETC. And there's also a considerable demand for foods which are highly processed, such as sausages, burgers, baked beans, foods that are regarded as, con as of convenience to the customer. On top of all of that, the food process engineer must also have a high regard of the food and the drink marketplace, which is characterized by the short time to market and the competitiveness, product innovation and product complexity. Product runs are becoming ever shorter as tastes and fads change. Now, while the food processing is usually classified in three uh, operations, that is chemical, physical, or biological, there are many major issues affecting food process engineering, including molecular genetics, uh, since there's been an introduction of GMOs, the use of animal cloning, regulatory procedures, ethical issues, public concerns, planetary considerations, and a number of major socioeconomic considerations. The underlying requirements for technological progress in food processing are a minimum of risks acceptable for the benefits of gains for the public. The role of the process engineer is critical in all of these aspects. So as you can see, being a food engineer or even a food technologist is not the easiest of jobs. It's very complex, it's very diverse, and there are so many things to be considered. So next time you pick up a packet of Lay's, please stop and think of that food process engineer. Sure that the good quality potatoes were used in the process who made sure that they were clean enough to be able to be used in the process, who designed the machinery and the equipment that was used in the factory, who designed and produced the ingredients and process controls to ensure that the chips are crisp and tasty, who designed the food packaging to make sure it's colorful enough to attract all consumers, and yet still maintain the structural and physical properties of the food inside. 
And finally, the food engineer who ensured the bag of chips is safe enough for you to consume and enjoy. Kudos to all food engineers out there. You are doing a great job. This has just been an introduction to the food processing industry. And stay tuned for right here on The Big Scoop.